Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What is up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Pointless Sports Opinions. I'm the big dog, Chasey J. I'm joined alongside none other than nasty Nate Tringali. Nate, how the hell are you? I've been good, man. Tell the people, we, we've been up to a lot. We have, yeah. yeah we I, we, <laughs> we pre-recorded the last pod a week before that a week before it came out because we went to Vegas. It was a good time. I lost a bunch of money. So much money. Nathan kept, we kept playing Let It Ride, and I let it ride in the gambling debt. (laughs) How did you end up doing after I left? Ten times worse. I played (laughs) roulette, didn't know the rules of roulette, and just kept putting, I I put too much money on the table. Emily won, though. Emily won. She won like 30, 40 bucks and then left. So she was, she was smart about it. I was not. I I guess she understood the rules. Yeah, I guess. Oh, the thing was, is she put, uh, she hit like the exact number, and she like put extra on yeah. that number too. So like yeah. she got a she got a decent chunk of change back, but they gave it to somebody else. What? Yeah, we we're like, what the fuck? And then she was like, no, I put it like you. I, she's like, didn't you put it on? Because she gave me and she said put it on eleven, and you know me, I put it on ten. You know. I, <laughs> And that's why they were all confused. And I was like, no, yeah, I, I put it on 10. So, yeah, she got paid. But we almost got skeeted out of it. But, yeah, and then I got so you COVID. you put it on the wrong number? Yeah, I put it on the wrong number, but it won. So she's <laughs> nice. like, I won. I'm there like, you no, you didn't. Technically, I won. <laughs> um, but, yeah, then I got COVID. That was a, a hoot and a holler. That sucked ass this whole week. We've We've recorded two podcasts this week, too, by the way. That's a... That's a, a clap-worthy performance. We're about to have three, because I'm going to be posting this tonight. I'm just going to be throwing this shit out, you know, because, I mean, we got, you know, we, we got to post another one of these. Um, but if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about, we're on, is it part four, part five? I don't even know what part we're on of the Octopod extravaganza. Uh, all I know is we're talking about the NFC West this week. But before we jump into it. Make sure you follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram, and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. We got a website. Check us out, PointlessSportsOpinions.com. Uh, we're posting articles. We're doing a whole bunch of shit there. Um, TikTok. It's dead. Check it out. You know we're trying. Uh, all our socials. We're doing a great job there. Um, but yeah, also listen to the podcast that we've had. If you're a WWE fan. Just dropped another PWL. It's coming back, baby. Hell yeah. That was a great pod. We did it yesterday. I loved it. Um, great time. And yeah, we also had a Juan Soto. If you don't like hearing my voice, 
I got good news for you. We had a Juan Soto oh. trade pod. Yeah, you're see, they, you're, yeah, I'm not on it. It's no big duck. It's just Caleb and Nick, uh, some of the OG members of PSO. Listen to it. It was great. But, yeah. Are you ready? Hey, this is a big I, one. I, I like this. I was talking to uh, Terry and Joe Baker last night. Okay, here we go. They were talking about doing some fantasy football, too. I've been in talks with Terry trying to get him on this pod <laughs> for three years, and he won't do it. He won't do it. He's always like, Big Dog, let me know when you want to do a pod. I'm like, Terry, just let me know. Any pod you want to be on, you can be on. And this is what happens. We're just playing the, this do si you know, game for the past three years. But, hell, yeah, I'm all for it. More podcasts, the better, especially ones that I don't have to be on because I'll just edit it and throw it out. So I'm all for it. Um but this podcast, we're talking about the NFC West. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Uh, a good one. Nathan, you got your underwear on tight. You know, you ready to go? Extra tight today. Extra tight. Hell yeah. Get those tidy whities <laughs> um, Seattle. Let's talk about Seattle. Uh, last oh. year, 7-10 in 2021. It felt a lot worse than 7-10, and 10, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Seven. yeah. 21 uh let's go through the additions there's not many uh i'll just leave it at that so they added quarterback drew lock we know that uh he was acquired in a trade with the denver broncos i thought i might as well throw the whole trade in there since this is what happens yeah. uh he came with uh defensive tackle shelby harris and tied in noah fant so i mean we're still gonna have the drew lock noah fant combination maybe going into next season uh, and then they signed linebacker Uchenna Sulu uh, from the Chargers. I definitely did not say his fucking name right. He signed a two-year, $20 million deal um, that includes $10.5 million Wasu. fully guaranteed. In, in Wasu. That's what I said. Um, okay. Those are the additions. I guess the big thing I want to talk about since, I mean, Drew Locke is big talk of this offseason, I guess. But from what we've been hearing... He's losing the quarterback camp to Geno Smith. But is there any realistic expectation that Drew Locke can maybe be better than what we're thinking? No. Simply put, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I don't know. Drew Locke is losing the quarterback battle to, to Geno Smith? And there's still people, there's still people that defend Drew Locke. We can pretty Locke. much just move on there. Yeah, I, I, God, this is going to be tough talking about Seattle. This is going to be tough. Um, you know, I, when I, when I read that the other day, my first reaction was, "What are you doing, Pete? Like, why yeah. did you not just retire?" Yeah, I, you didn't trade. Like, you had quarterbacks out there. Maybe they make a Jimmy G trade. They still, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's going to be tough to sh- get him in division. I would say. Oh but. my, uh, injury prone Jimmy with that O line. Think about that. <laughs> We would definitely it would just be it'd just be Geno Smith and Drew Locke, but maybe Geno Smith could win you a game or uh Jimmy Garoppolo could win you a game or two. Maybe. Right. Um yeah, it's there's not much interesting year. And honestly, I think Drew Locke and Geno Smith are gonna be probably gonna be splitting a lot of time. Yeah. During and this, the season. This is another year, yet another year where uh PFF um ring they do their offensive lineman rankings and once again is in the 30th spot for 30th best offensive line, which means it's bad. It's bad in Seattle. <laughs> and then on top of that, now instead of having a, a Hall of Fame quarterback, now you got Drew Locke and Geno Smith. So 
Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, subtractions, of course, Russell Wilson, their quarterback, he was traded to the Broncos. Um, tied in Gerald Everett, he's gone. He's with the Chargers now. Uh, I might as well throw this in there, too. Running back Chris Carson, he's retired. Um, that's kind of newer news. Um, linebacker Bobby Wagner, he joined a division rival. In St. Louis, or St. Louis, oh my God, Uh-oh. Los Angeles, oh shit, God, I went back to 2005 for a second, I thought I was getting excited about the Rams, uh, he joined Los Angeles, and then offensive tackle Dwayne Brown, um, he started a lot of games for Seattle last year, and then defensive end Carlos Dunlap, he's also gone, um, do you, uh, how do you want to, is this maybe the worst subtraction list that we're going to have? It has to be one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And it, like, I don't know. Like, this is you lost your tough. starting. Like, that's the you, only way I can describe it. You lost your starting quarterback and starting running back. You lost both. <laughs> yeah, man. I, and and don't get me wrong. No offense, Shelby Harris are solid players. And Wasu's a solid player, but yeah, with Russ, uh, Bobby Wagner, Carlos Dunlap, Chris Carson, that. You know that's tough, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I really. That's. I just don't know what they're doing. Uh, Has Pete I, gone mad? I man, you. <laughs> I, I have no idea either. I have no idea. Pete's um, gone rogue. For the draft, uh, first round they took offensive tackle Charles Cross. Uh, so they are trying to help the line a little bit, I guess. Second round, defensive end uh, Boy Mafe. I'm not saying these people's names right. I'm sorry. I'm not even trying. Uh, and they also took running back uh, Kenneth Walker the third. Third round they took offensive tackle Abraham Lucas. Fourth round they took um, cornerback Kobe Bryant. So, <laughs> what did you say? Uh, that defensive end. What was the name you said? Boy Mafe. <laughs> Boy Mafe. What the? Yeah, I don't even know. It, it, yeah, yeah, you got it pretty much there. Boy, Boy Mafe. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense. I I didn't even try. I usually I I should have took a second to sound it out, but I didn't. Um, I don't know much about their draft picks, honestly. I think even if you take an offensive lineman and Charles Cross turns into, you know, the superstar offense tackle, you still got seven pounds of shit all around you. You know, it's not. Yeah, I mean, solid yeah. pick. Not gonna make much of a difference this year. And Seattle's not known for drafting linemen too well. So, um, <laughs> strength of schedule. They have the 11th hardest, which is one of the easier ones of this division, actually. Um, 149, 139, and one opponent's record in 2021. Um, since this division does have the Super Bowl winning uh, LA Rams, the strength of schedule for this division is fucking tough. So the fact they got 11th is that's pretty damn good. Um, Nathan, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first about this horrible, horrible Seattle team? So I'm gonna go ahead and say they have they are easily the worst team in the NFL this year. I think that's safe to say. Yes, I got them going two and fifteen. You're, oh man, you're just dropping it out off the bat. Two and fifteen. Two and fifteen. Oh my god, you're not even gonna talk. <laughs> I don't even blame you though. <laughs> What is there to say? say What is there to say? You have a veteran head coach. I know it's Pete. I know it's Pete Carroll. But still, this guy's arguably a Hall of Fame coach. 
as much as people hate it, I mean, he is. Look at his. Look at how many wins he's got. He's got a Super Bowl. He's been to the Super Bowls. He's arguably a Hall of Fame coach in the NFL, um, and of course, collegiately as well. But you're just not. It just seems like they're not even trying. It just does not seem like they're trying. I, I see. I just don't get it. You know, it, it makes total sense though because Pete Carroll always. It, it was all. It always felt like in in Seattle that Pete felt like he could win without Russ. That's what yeah. he thought. So him trading Russ for you know basically nothing and get, letting everybody walk away and, and I, I don't know, man. It, it makes sense, I guess. I just. But you know, you know, five years ago though, six years ago, whatever it was, they had the Legion of Boom. You know. Yeah. They had the best defense in the league by far. They don't have anywhere close to that now. You only won one Super Bowl this with is... Russell Wilson. And the Legion. You know. And, I mean, they've always had a good receiving core, too. They drafted DK. They hit a home run with him. You know. Chris Carson yeah. was a decent back. You know, you just... It was just these last four or five years, they've done nothing to improve that O-line. That O-line is absolutely horrible. And now we're in the end of the Pete Carroll dynasty in Seattle. And they're in no hurry at all. To find a quarterback, Pete Carroll didn't even he, he didn't even care about getting he, a quarterback. No, he he, he won. He was excited that they got Locke. He was excited to you know pluck his brain. But Jesus, <laughs> if that's not going to be one of the worst decisions I've ever seen, um, Malik Malik Willis fell in the draft. I know this is not the year for quarterbacks. I know. I know nobody wants to take a risk with any of these guys. But goddamn, a second you, round flyer though, maybe you could have tried. <laughs> you could have fucking tried, and nobody would have judged you. He didn't go till the third round. Yeah, you had so many opportunities. Drop it in the second. You could have drafted. I don't know. Trade up instead of getting Kobe Bryant in the fourth round. Try to get him. You don't need corner help. You need the damn quarterback. Um, at least <laughs> you know a young quarterback makes sense for this team. You know, like okay. Maybe Pete can develop one in a couple of years. You know, the once Pete's gone, the kid actually gets going. You know, what you, you know, whole routine. They're not even doing the routine. The only team in the NFL where it's like you look at them and you're like, they don't even have anything going for the future. You don't even know what they're trying. Um. So yeah, the Lock and Geno quarterback battle is gonna suck ass. Um. I get it that people still like Drew Lock for some. Very, 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 very fucking on reason. Um, there were so many quarterbacks available this offseason. Horrible plays all around from Seattle. You missed out on every sweepstake as well. Um, I got them going 2-15 and 15 as well. 2-15 and 15 for the Seattle Seahawks. Um, okay. I mean, it, it's. I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Pete Carroll's contract's up at the end of this year, or is it this year or next year? I think it's next year. Man. Hold on, keep talking. Let me look it up. Man, that's tough. Cause like, it, that's that's the whole thing. I don't understand. Like, Pete, what are you what are you doing? You don't have, you don't have that much time left. How long is he planning on coaching? In, ge- in general, too. <laughs> this, I mean, he's like seventy. He's old. Yeah, he is seventy. He's seventy years old. Pete, I mean, Pete's been doing this for a long time. Um, he has, and this. I, but I don't know, like, Wilson and Drew Lock in there, and then not drafting a quarterback, not going after anybody. What are you doing? 
don't know why I can't. I mean, that, that's not trying to win right now. He's got two years left in his contract, and he's not even trying to win. Yeah, like... I... He could, he extension could say, well, the 2025 he can say he's season. trying to win all he wants, but he's not. Oh, what is no. It's 2022-23. He is through the 25 season. That's why I was like, yeah, he's got years on the fucking contract. Try! Um, I'm got, done talking about Seattle. Wow. He's through the 2025 right. season. If that doesn't make what, you puke as a Seattle fan. If you, can, if you can coach in the NFL at 74, 75 years old, congratulations. Oh, God. That's You're going to get man. like a Tony, Tony La Russa out there. He's going to be fucking sleeping on the sideline. Better make sure you don't fall asleep with that wad of gum in his mouth. Shit, he probably doesn't even chew wads of Did gum anymore because it, bring, it brings his fucking teeth out. Did you see when Larusa uh, intentionally walked a guy on zero and one? Yeah, he's he's got too many he's got too many DWIs. They should have fucking outlawed him from coaching anymore. <laughs> um, okay, let's move to San Francisco. The 49ers last year went ten and seven in twenty twenty one. Of course, they lost in the NFC Championship to the Rams, seventeen to twenty. Close ass game. You know they were in it. Um, additions. This year, um, they added cornerback Travaris Ward from the Chiefs. He signed a three-year, $40.5 million deal. Um, they also signed safety George Odom from the Colts. He signed a three-year, $10.95 million contract. Uh, wide receiver Ray Ray McLeod, they signed him uh, to a two-year contract worth up to $10.4 million. I also like to add this to... Um, you know, because a lot of these teams, like, you'd see that and think they didn't make that big of a splash. But they re-signed a bunch of people. They re-signed a lot of people. Um, re-signed the O-line. You know, they got a lot of guys restructured. So I, I'd like to add that. So, Nathan, what do you think of the additions for the San Fran 49ers? They also kept Debo, too. So let's let's throw that out there as well. So, first of all, about the Debo contract, I, I was a little bit surprised. You know, this this is a guy that has shown he's got a ton of value. Um, Arguably the al- most important. He was the most important person on the field last year for San Fran. 100%. Not a question. Not a question. And arguably the most important player on the field in the league, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, there's not... And, like, think about position players. I think, like, Derrick Henry, him, as two non-quarterbacks that affect their team more than anybody. You know, like yeah. that. Those guys are if they're healthy, you're making the playoffs. If they're not, you know, not. yeah. And Jimmy G throwing <laughs> hospital balls to Debo. Uh, I mean, you said you know, like the contract with Debo and everything. Um, he wants to do that. I'm curious what they're going to do with that reduced role thing. I don't like exactly. that. That's that's what. <clears throat> I don't. Yeah, like that, that's that. what I'm worried about because that's where a lot of his value came from. You know, Debo. I don't think is a top five receiver without that. Yeah. He's a top so five in, playmaker, like offensive throw. hundred percent. But not just, you know, he's not a one trick pony. This guy no. needs, you know, swing rounds, bubble screens, you know, end arounds, reach arounds. See, he needs all of it. If he just wants to stop <laughs> taking handoffs out of the backfield as lining up as a running back, I could see that. But I, th- what I think is going to happen is they're going to still use him in, in those situations, you know, the bubble screens, the 
jet sweeps and that kind of stuff. But you got Trey Lance, you have I, to. You have to. Like, there's nothing yes. else this kid can really do. He's not known for accuracy. He's not known for his arm, especially last season. Um, so some uh, subtractions here. They lost uh, running back Raheem Mostert. He went to the Dolphins. Uh, wide receiver Mohamed Sanu. I forgot he was even on that team, but he's on the Dolphins now. They lost their center, Alex Mack. He retired. Cornerback um, Josh Norman. They had him. He's gone. Um, and then safety, uh, Jaquiski Turret or Tart? Jaquiski Tart. Jaquiski Tart? No, it's actually Jaquaski. Jaquaski Tart. Okay, Jaquoski, I like that. Yeah. Um, he's gone. He's with the Eagles now. Um, so, I mean, they lost. Uh, uh, Mostert, I mean, Mostert's. He was part of that, that quick backfield they had. But, I mean, he's not known for health. I mean, neither no, is anybody and, on the San Francisco 49ers. But. Although, like, a running back for them, I don't feel like is ever a huge loss because Kyle Shanahan's no. going to scoop somebody out of, you know, an undrafted free agent and make him, you know, in, into a primetime guy. It just it seems that way sometimes. Yeah, Shanahan, I mean, he's the, he's the running back guru. Andy Reid's the yeah. quarterback guru. Shanahan's the running back guru. He, he can do anything with the running game. So, yeah, I'm not too too worried about uh, their subtractions here. Um, in the draft, in the second round, they took defensive end Drake Jackson. Third round, they took running back Tyrone Davis-Price and uh, wide receiver Danny Gray. And then in the fourth round, offensive tackle Spencer uh, Burford, Burford. Burford, yeah. They got that guy. Um <laughs> I don't really know much about these guys that they drafted. Um, I, I mean, Drake Jackson, yeah, he has some upside. I don't think he's going to be starting. He's probably going to be, you know, coming in. I think he's a good guy to fill in, too. Um, once your defense gets a little banged up throughout the season, I think he's going to be all right. Um, but, yeah, that's all I really got to say about their, their draft. What do you think? Yeah, I don't have a whole lot. Okay, perfect. I, uh, so- I mean... Again, and I'll tie into the whole Shanahan thing. I would look, look out uh, third third round running back Tyrone Ty Tyreon Davis Price. Yeah, look out for him. In Tyreon, yeah, he might take <laughs> off. He might, yeah, honestly, that's Shanahan, a, anybody, you know, you will know his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, strength of schedule, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, this division is kind of tough for them. They are tied for fifth, uh, hardest schedule. Um, opponents had a, a 154 and 135 record in 2021. Do you want to go first? Or you want me? Uh, so I'll I'll go first here. So okay, their schedule looks kind of weird to me because I think and, and there's a lot. I, I've been hearing a lot of good things about Trey Lance. Yeah, I, I think I think than... he's going to get off to a hot start. They've got a bumpy middle of their schedule and then I think it, it pretty much they got a lot of wins in the beginning and the end though I've got them at 13 and 4 Ooh, damn you believe in them a lot better than me Jesus um, <laughs> the Trey Lance the Trey Lance stuff kind of scares me uh, just a little bit you know he I mean he 100% was not ready last year but I think they would not commit to him if they didn't know that something was something was there. Especially you know? when you have another year left with Jimmy G. You have another year left with Jimmy G. You just made it to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy G as well. Um, if they're rushing him, it, it might be one of the stupidest moves I've ever seen. You've yeah. got Jimmy G for one year. 
one more year. There's no sense in rushing him back, ru- rushing him in there. Um, like you said too, at the beginning of the season, uh, they they have a lot of winnable games. They have a really good chance starting the season five and one, uh, four and two. If you think they'll lose to Denver, um, let's just go through. I have so them Chicago the season six and zero. Oh. Yeah, you got them beaten L.A. I, I haven't beaten L.A. Uh, the later half of the season, yeah. but they play Chicago, Seattle, then Denver. They're at Denver too, by the way, um, and then they're at home versus the Rams, and then Carolina, and then Atlanta. So yeah, they could they could be six and zero to start yeah. the season, and I honestly think they are going to be five and one, something along the lines of one of the top teams in the NFC at the beginning of the season. Um, and but I actually- man. Like I said, the middle of their schedule gets pretty bumpy. My four losses are four in a row. I've got to lose to the Chiefs, Rams, Chargers, and Cardinals four in a row there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll get into the, the later. I oof. Yeah, that is that's going to be tough too. And the, I mean, they're going to bye week in the middle of that too. So that could. That's why I have my win lo- win totals a little lower than yours. I got them going eleven and six just because I think that rough patch is going to be. Gonna be rough, and you know we're still working out Very the well kinks. Still working out the kinks with Trey Lance too. Um, you're bringing back Debo. It's you know Kittle's going to be healthy. Um, I'm excited to see what a offense is going to look like with you know a running quarterback and a Shanahan offense. Seems like it, it could be fun, man. Like yeah, like I feel like if this works, this is going to be really good. But I don't think this is like prime time. 100% going to work right off the bat. Um, I think this is kind of the season where they figure it out towards the end more than anything, uh, at least master it. So I got them going 11-6. and six. I'm trusting the process here. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see Trey Lance, though. I really am. I think if, yeah, like I said, if this is going to be a good season, it's going to be really good. Um, and even if it's going to be, like, less than eventful, I think they could still muster up a win- winning this you know, getting close to winning this uh, division, or not winning the division, but making the playoffs. I gotta tell you, it it, it makes me nervous. Like, <laughs> I don't think they would rush him out there. I, I really don't. But I I just have a feeling this could go up in flames in a in a hurry. Oh, if Trey Lance can't, if he plays like he did last year, this is going up in flames. He was yeah. not ready last year at all. But I mean, I really think no, that I mean, they, Jimmy G got Jimmy G got hurt. You might as well give him some playing time. Yeah, exactly. I get it, and but you know, and some guys are not ready to start him. Yeah, and some guys Jimmy G, and he's some guys ready. are not ready. You know, year one, Josh Rosen wasn't ready year one, and they threw him out there, and look what he did. You know, you could argue Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence weren't ready year one. You know, you throw Very those true. guys out in those situations. You know, so I'm. I, I'm excited, I and I don't think they would pull the plug on Jimmy as early as they did if they didn't believe that they had something um, with Trey Lance. So, uh, I, yeah, I got him going 11 and six. Um, you ready to talk about Arizona? You got anything else to say about San Fran? I got nothing else. All right, Arizona Cardinals. This is going to be an interesting one. <laughs> They've had a lot of shit that's happened this offseason, so I'm excited. Um, 11 and six record in 2021. They lost in the wild card to the Rams, 11 to 34. Um, let's go through their additions here. They signed running back Darrell Williams. Um, he signed a one-year deal with the team. Um, Marquise Brown, as we know, he was acquired in a trade um, with the Baltimore Ravens. 
you can uh, we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, <laughs> linebacker Nick Vigil from Minnesota. He signed a one-year deal as well. Um, Nathan Marquise Brown. Uh, D Hop's going to be out six weeks to start the season. Do you think Marquise Brown can pretend to be a uh, wide receiver one for the first six weeks, or do you think it's going to crash and burn? I ha- let me put it this way: I have them starting off zero and three. Okay. I think they're going to get a little bit of traction going right before D Hop comes back, and then I think they can go on a little bit of a run. Not if he's still got those steroids in his veins too. I think they can they can hit the <laughs> ground running. <laughs> I don't know, like, not not necessarily a run. Let, let's not go overboard, but... Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it at the end. This, this whole off season for them has just been strange, to say the least. Yeah. It's, I mean... With the Kyler Murray thing, I you know, they're, they're paying them a ton of money, man. And plus, a lot of money. And listen, you know... Kyler Murray said people were reading too much into the, uh, you know, that that clause in his contract that said he had to do a certain amount of... Study time? Yeah, study time, four hours a week. That wasn't in there for no reason. Yeah, and the Cardinals ended up restructuring it, but I think they restructured it because people fucking blew up. They did. That's that's the reason. And it basically said, hey, Kyler, you don't fucking study the playbook very well. And that's probably why at the beginning of the season... They did good. And then at the end of the season, once everybody figures them out, Kyler's not doing any fucking tape, and, you know, they yep. fall off. Also, last year, they had a lot easier schedule. We'll get into that at the end of the – And yeah, plus, towards... you know, the regular seasons where the raw athleticism – we've seen it time and time again. That's when the raw athleticism can stand out Yeah, from the quarterback position in the playoffs. You know, that there's a reason why guys like Manning and Brady – win in the playoffs and it's because they put the time in the studying and you got to be mentally tough you can't just you, be you physically to, exactly look in, at in camp. The playoffs, that's what matters you can make it to a super bowl but if you go up to a mentally tough team they're gonna fucking blow you out of the water yep. if you're not ready you're not ready um do you think darrell williams you don't think he's gonna do anything in this offense or i don't know Maybe i mean connor they lost uh i think him and chase, chase Edmonds, Edmonds. i think that's gonna be you know their replacement a little bit. I think J- James Conner is going to take over the one slot, and then uh, Drell Williams is going to slide in the two spot. So I think they'll be fine. Uh-oh. Okay. You froze a little bit. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about Chase Edmonds. We might as well go through the subtractions here. Um, you don't think um, – oh, wait, Marquise Brown, what do you think about the trade? It, to me, it just sounded, you know – it was stupid on both parts, in my it opinion. It was, 100%. Like, like, I hate it from both sides. A first-round pick for Marquise Brown's absolutely horrible. Also, Baltimore not signing a free agent. Absolutely horrible. I just don't... I don't understand it. I, I, I don't get it, it. Also, you know... I'll get into that later. The uh, Julio Jones sitting out in free agency, why Baltimore doesn't sign him, I don't yeah. know, but... I mean, now they got. I mean, you got Adele still hanging out there too. Um, I, I mean, we'll get into with that. I mean, obviously the the injury, but whatever. I mean, yeah, he's probably just not going to play at the beginning of the season, so nobody knows if they want to yeah. sign him. I think they're um, saying like week six, something like that. Yeah. Um, subtractions. Uh, running back Chase Edmonds. He's with the Dolphins now. 
Um, they lost one of the highest paid wide receivers in the NFL. <laughs> Uh, Christian Kirk, he went to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, linebacker Jordan Hicks, he's gone. He went to the Vikings. Linebacker Chandler Jones, another you know key linebacker there. He's gone to the Raiders. And then cornerback um, Malcolm Butler, you remember him? Oh yeah, he went back. He went back to the Patriots. Um, yeah, he's not. He's not looking good in camp right now. Malcolm Butler? No, they said uh, Devontae Parker's been roasting him all week. Oh, man. That, if Devontae Parker's roasting you, too, that's not good. <laughs> that's a mid-off right there. Two mid-offers. Um, what do you think about the subtractions list? Because I think Chase Edmonds, you know. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Christian Kirk, Jordan Hicks, I think that's kind of, you know, kind of lofty. See, I, I think the Marquise Brown trade was to compensate for Christian Kirk. Giving up a first-round pick for it, I don't... that. I don't know Insane. what that is. You know, they lost Christian Kirk. I wouldn't have paid him what Jacksonville was paying him either. So if it came down to that, I don't I don't blame you. Yeah. The Chandler I'm, Jones, that I think that's gonna be I think that's gonna be big. I think that's a, a big addition for, for Vegas there. Yeah. I mean and that was a you know he, he was big for their defense. I mean they uh, that was kinda like the revitalized Cardinals defense was throwing him and JJ Watt out there and yep. it's kinda you know, kinda just Blew up in flames. You yeah, know, kind of what JJ Watt and who else? Yeah, well, I mean, you got JJ Watt for six games too, and who else? <laughs> right. Um, draft wise, second round they took tight end Trey McBride. Um, third round they took defensive end Cameron Thomas, and also defensive end uh, MyJ Sanders. So I, I, I mean, I don't have much to say about their draft. I'll, I'll keep going if Trey McBride. I like that pickup. But I mean, I mean, they got yeah. hurts. They got hurts. Um, they got. I mean, their first get six games, man. They're gonna need to. I, I think this is gonna be a tough, tough year for them. Yeah, having two good tight ends, though. I mean, D-hop there's a lot. Out. There's a lot of good two tight end sets that can roll out to help with Kyler. Kyler runs. Uh, James Conner runs. You know, Darrell Williams yep. plays. All that stuff. So, you know, like you said, Trey McBride. That might actually be a, a pretty good draft pick. Um, but yeah, they're going to need a lot of help. As here we go, I'm talking about the strength schedule. You ready for this? They have the second hardest strength schedule in the NFL. Ugh. The second hardest opponents in 2021 went 157 and 132. All right, do you want to go first, or you want me? Because I got kind of a pretty. I mean, it's kind of a hot take for the Arizona Cardinals. You go first. All right. I don't like this Cardinals team at all. Usually, when you when you smell some, you smell a fart. That means that there's some shit coming. And I think the Cardinals have been farting all offseason with all this Kyler Murray stuff. D Hop getting suspended. Um, you know, Chase Edmonds. I mean, say what you want about him. I think he was actually, you know, he, he's a kind of a big part of this offense. He's a fun part of the offense. Um, we already don't know jack shit about Cliff Kingsbury. We don't know anything about him. I mean, uh, is he a good coach or not? They're winning, 
but everybody that's as or that knows anything about coaching says that he's not that good of a coach. You you said it earlier. Every year they keep starting off hot and then trail off. They trickle out. They trickle out. But the thing is, is this year I don't think they can. This year they can't start out like that. They can't because they start out at Kansas City, then they go to Vegas, then they go to L.A. and face the Rams. You know, and then they got a uh, you know a couple weeks later they got a game against Philly, and then they got a game against New Orleans, Minnesota. These are all teams that I think can very, very, very well beat the Arizona Cardinals. And I think if it goes down to a coaching battle, Cliff Kingsbury is going to lose it. Um, man, D Hop getting suspended six games for t- steroids too. That you, you know, you're going. What? You <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Are you going? Oh, you, you were glitching. I out thought you were about. Second, sir. No, I thought I was waiting for the hot take. No, in this division though, you you know you're going up against. Obviously, Pete Carroll is a veteran head coach. He's been there before. I you know I think if one of Seattle's play, wins, yeah, if one of Seattle's wins against Arizona, are you surprised? I'm not. No. Yeah, they. I'm, I got them winning two games this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona was one of them. Plus, you got Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay in that division. And also, this is a team that's not been known to stay healthy. And whenever you have the second hardest strength to schedule, you need your team to be healthy. Also, you don't need guys missing six games. And also, having Marquise Brown as your number one option for six games sounds like shit. And especially when your name's not Lamar Jackson. Um, I it, This is ruthless. This is ruthless. The first three games, like I said, KC, Vegas, and the Rams... I think they're losing all three to start the season. Um, I think Kingsbury's a dipshit, and uh, I think we're going to see this. We're going to go down. I think it's going to be a lot of close games this year. It was a lot of close games last year for Arizona, and they won them. I think it's a lot of close games this year for Arizona, and they fucking lose them. I got them going 7-10. and 10. I got them missing the playoffs. Missing the playoffs at 7-10. and 10. I wouldn't be surprised if the Washington Commanders have a better record than the Arizona Cardinals. How about that? I, you know what? I, I wouldn't. I would not be surprised there. Yeah, I, I, had, I mean, I had the Commanders, Commanders at six and eleven. Yeah, I think I had them seven and ten or something. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there's a, a lot of things got to go their way, and like you said, they always they they're known for getting hurt. They've got, you know, pretty much every year now. Kyler's had. Uh, some sort of injury trouble, missing a few games here and there. JJ Watt, what other pass rush do you have other than JJ Watt? I mean, if, if teams can just double him all day long, hopefully they've got somebody else to run after the quarterback. Yeah. You know, losing Chandler Jones, I think that's going to be a big one. And they need D Hop in the first three games, and he's not going to be there. I think yeah. that can pretty much sum up Arizona, like you said. What do you got them going? Seven and I, I have them going the same. Seven and ten. Seven and ten. We got two collapses. Damn! I thought you were going to be on Arizona. I just think there's too much going on with them. Too much. Too much bullshit. You don't need bullshit with a bad team. No. And I, honestly, I think if if they go seven and ten, I think this is Cliff's last year. Yeah, I definitely can them. Can them because if they go seven and ten, it's all on him. Because you got the talent. This is definitely a this is a Super Bowl roster, but I just don't think it's managed correct you know all the pieces it's a nice beautiful beautiful uh you know 
With a if nice, beautiful puzzle. Bowl, if they were going to win a Super Bowl with Kyler, it was going to be last year or the year before. I don't think. And they, I, I think it's over. They blew it last year too. I, I mean, I don't know. I like Kyler. I think Kyler's a good quarterback. Um, See, I think I think Kyler Kyler can be a solid quarterback, but I think Kyler's a guy that you need a lot around him. Yeah, because he does make quite a few mistakes and can be injury prone. So I think you got to have a lot of guys around him. And now that you're paying him that much money, it's going to be tough getting those guys around him because you got JJ Watt, who's this might be his last year. I don't. I mean, we don't know yet, but. You know, he's definitely getting close. D-Hop's getting older. Uh, you know, it, it, I think their window's closing. Yeah. I think they're, not get, they're not getting any better. Especially with Kingsbury, I think it's done. It's yeah. 7-10. 7-10 for the Cardinals. Um, all right, you want to talk about the Rams? Oh, here we go. The Super Bowl winning is, Rams. Is Sean McVay going to be a, uh, an analyst? No. Wait to find out. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to give him with a, a little teaser. <laughs> Sean McVay linked to quitting and becoming an actor. <laughs> an actor. Find out next. Um, Rams went twelve and five and twenty. Put him in the Rock. Him in the Rock. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Um, I think I would watch that movie. I think Sean McVay would be a good actor. He seems all cracked up. Yeah. You know, he's always fucking pumped. You know, that's the kind of guy I'd want in my corner. You know, if I was single at the bar or something, he'd be the guy that hypes you up. Hell yeah, take another shot! Let's go! <laughs> be like, fuck yeah, let's go, Sean! You know, um, the Rams were 12-5 and five in 2021. Um, they won the Super Bowl, in case you guys forgot. Um, I, also, they added wide receiver Allen Robinson. He signed a three-year, $46.5 million deal. Pretty fat contract. Um, they also got linebacker Bobby Wagner. You remember that guy? You remember Bobby Wagner? We were talking about Legion of Boom earlier. Um, he signed oh, yeah. what is what is functionally worth a two-year deal, $17.5 million. So they got him pretty cheap. Um, and then they got cornerback Troy Hill. He was acquired in a trade with the Cleveland Browns. He was a starting corner for them. Um, they traded him, or they traded for him with a 2023 fifth round pick. Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner; those are the two ones I want you to talk about a little bit. I love both of them. I do too. I do. Them trading away Robert Woods, uh, I think Allen Robinson is going to be an upgrade from there. I think Odell. I think Odell will end up coming back to this Rams team, but I'm I. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why they wouldn't have signed him yet if that was the case, but I never thought like a Super Bowl team that I I really feel like they upgraded in the offseason. They got better, did they not? Like I feel like this team got better. I mean they replaced functionally Von Miller with Bobby Wagner. I don't know. Bobby Wagner's not a pass rusher though. But still, I mean I, I think Bobby Wagner at this stage of his career is more impactful than Von sometimes. Vaughn's, Vaughn's looking old. Vaughn was not that prominent. I mean, we remember some games that Vaughn had that were good, but, I mean, I think Vaughn's not at the point of the career where he can carry a defense. Neither is no. Bobby Wagner. But, I mean, do you have Aaron Donald and you have all these other pieces around? I think this is, I mean, Bobby Wagner's value is just going to go up because he's not, he's not the main man anymore, you know? That's why I think it's a good idea, you know? Yeah, Bobby Wagner, I think he he's going to, come in and kind of uh you know you got Aaron Donald who's obviously the vocal leader on that defense but 
Bobby Wagner knows how to, you know, run the defense. Yeah. That's a good good guy to have in the locker room, too. I mean, yeah. a guy that's been there, he's won. Um, man, oh, well, how do you think about Allen Robinson, you know, with this offense? Do you think it's going to be good? I mean, Allen Robinson's not known for having a good year last year. He's known for having all the talent in the world. But, damn, it was a clusterfuck last year with the Bears. Then again, I did just say the Bears. Yeah, he was he was pissed about them franchise tagging him. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't understand because they get paid a fuck down with a franchise tag. Well, I mean, would you want to have been in Chicago last year? Yeah, uh, okay, I guess you got a point. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, yeah, actually, for that money, I would, but... And, I mean, they also weren't throwing to him. Chicago, I mean, if you're looking for anybody. Allen Robinson was the second option in Chicago. You know, it, uh, that's not good. You know, When you're behind Mooney, um, I think I, I, if there's any offense that can revitalize him, I like this one more than any. Um, just because I, would, of, I would look for Allen Robinson to have a bat, bounce back here. Yeah, I think, you know, especially with Sean McVay, like – I think he. I honestly, if they don't sign Odell, I'm I'm completely fine with it because I think Allen Robinson could maybe fill that role. I mean, I know Odell went crazy and everything, but like, I think Allen Robinson's he he's just as talented. He do, he has both his ACLs currently. You know, that's you know I, I think that's a positive. I like the that additions. is a positive having two ACLs. Is that's always good. <laughs> that's always good. It's always good, especially as a receiver in the NFL. You um, need those. So subtractions here. They lost Sony Michelle. Remember running oh, back, no. good old fantasy legend Sony Michelle last year. <laughs> I had that dude for fucking like seven weeks. He didn't do anything. Um, he went to the Dolphins. I'm surprised he even got another contract. Uh, I put Odell in here just because we don't know if he's going to resign. I've heard rumors that he was going to, and rumors that he wasn't going to, and then rumors that nobody know he might go to Dallas. So Odell Beckham, he's he's a subtraction for now. Um, wide receiver Robert Woods. He was traded to the Titans. Um, offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth, as we know from the three thousand times they talked about it in the Super Bowl, he's retired. Um, offensive guard Austin uh, Corbett, Corbett, sorry, um, he went to the Panthers. Linebacker Von Miller, as we talked about, he went to the Bills, and then they also lost longtime punter Johnny Hacker. He's gone. He went to the Panthers. I was kind of sad about that. I like Johnny. I, I was kind of sad when I saw his name on that list. Yeah, Johnny Hecker is not with him anymore. And no, he, I mean, arguably one of the best punters of the past 10 years. Um, for the draft, they started in the third round. <laughs> they took offensive guard Logan Bruce. And then in the fourth round, they took cornerback Jacoby Durant. Um, so I don't really, I mean, I'm just going to go right through this one because. There's really not much to talk about there. Um, and strength of schedule. Super Bowl winning team, obviously, they're going to have the hardest schedule in the NFL. Um, opponents had a 164 and 125 record in 2021. Hardest schedule. Also, let me put this in perspective here. So, the second place team, second hardest schedule was Cardinals. It was fifty-four percent. The like strength of the schedule winning percentage was fifty-seven percent. So that's how big of a jump it is from second place to first place. Like the Rams' schedule is infinitely harder. Um, 
than even I mean, and you compare it to the third, the third hardest schedule is fifty three percent. So this is a four percent increase. I know I'm getting into the numbers. I'm getting into the nerd level, but um, all right. Do you want the big dog guess or we or Nathan? Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl winning Rams yourself? Oh, let's hear the big dog guess. Okay. All right. I'm glad that we're talking about this because I want to go on a little bit of rant. First off, let me tell you that I told you so. I told you. I told every single one of you. I picked up the phone multiple times with Nathan saying, I can't believe they're trading their picks. Why would you? Well, you can't just trade your first-round picks. First-round picks are valuable. And then fuck first-round picks. You know what? Fuck second-round picks, too. Because guess what? If you can win now, if you can get a player and win now, that is the way you got, you're going to do it. That is the way you have to do it. And, you know, that's just the modern-day NFL. That's how that it has to, the, to work. Tell that to the Cardinals. Oh, God. It's shut up. <laughs> but, yeah, they traded away for Marquise Brown. That's going a little too far. I'm talking about doing no, no, this. No, I'm talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. Sorry. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. But the, I'm we're, I'm glad that we're finally entering this era of <laughs> hey, if you don't be aggressive in the NFL, you're gonna fucking lose. Because guess what? I'm sitting sick and tired of seeing Green Bay sit and not pick up the wide receiver, you know, or Chicago not try to get the quarterback because they're gonna build through our team and we're gonna find those drafts. Picks, even though ninety percent of your draft picks don't turn into shit, I'm tired. Thank goodness that the Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl last year because guess what? Now we're getting these quarterbacks traded left and right. We're seeing draft picks traded all over the fucking place. That's the way it needs to be. I want to see seven picks attached to Russell Wilson when he gets traded. I want to see twenty picks attached to Patrick Mahomes when he gets traded because sitting here with these picks and playing this old school long game is stupid. I think the Rams, even despite having one of the hardest schedule, is one of the most stacked teams in the NFL. I honestly, if I had to pick a team to win the Super Bowl right now, I'm picking the Rams to repeat. I think they're going to be the first team since the Cowboys in the 90s. I got them going 13 and 4 as well. And I got them winning their damn division. Tom Brady did it, didn't he? Oh, Tom Brady, I don't give a fuck. I got him being one of the first teams in a long time to win back-to-back championships. Sorry, I got a little too ahead of myself. What do you think? <laughs> you got to go back-to-back, huh? I got 13 and 4. I think they're going to have either. I, I don't know what I picked Tampa. I think I picked Tampa 13 and 4, too. So one of those two teams are going to have the best record. You know, I, I think this is going to be everybody, you know, was wild last year. With the year Stafford had, not and Cooper Cup, more more Cooper Cup than anything, I think this offense is going to be just nuts this year. Yeah, year it's... two. I, I I truly I I really do think Odell's going to go back to LA. I think they're they're just waiting on medical. That's why nobody signed him, is what I would assume because he did tear his ACL last time we saw him. But I got him going thirteen and four as well. Uh, just because they do have an extremely tough schedule. Thirteen and four. We got two. Thir- four. Did we get every single fucking guess? No, no. I Which think we. I was. Uh, what you have? You had uh, San Fran winning thirteen games too, didn't you? No, I had San Fran winning. Oh, did you have San Fran winning thirteen? No, I had him winning eleven. Oh yeah, I had him at thirteen. You had him at third. Okay, so who's winning the division then? You think it's going to go down to? I think it's going to it's going to be a tie. <laughs> oh man, 
I don't know. I don't think San Fran's at the level the Rams are yet. I think the Rams are right in the middle. The Rams are no. winning a Super Bowl last yes, year, and I think this is a better team than last year. I agree, but I think it's going to come down to the Rams having a tougher schedule. Yeah, true. I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think they'll end up splitting against San Fran. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, they start out against the Bills, Falcons, Cardinals, Niners, Cowboys, Panthers, uh, Niners again. Bucks, Cardinals. I mean, it, it. It's tough. This is going to be a tough year. But I think I mean you don't got hop in the Arizona game. You, I mean, San Fran, the San Fran game. You're still getting Trey Lance early in the season. We don't know how he's going to look. Dallas isn't the same team. Atlanta has one of the worst offensive lines and is a throwing Mariota out there. Buffalo is probably the only team I think that can beat him at the uh, up until the bye week. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably. If I had to pick one loss for them, I'd pick that one. But I think this team's just too stacked, man. Too stacked. And they got a smart head coach. You know? They They do. Yeah, I, I always like Sean McVay. I thought he was... That contract he was offered, I think it was Amazon. To be an analyst, he turned, I think it was like $100 million or something like that. Are you smacking your mic? Quit smacking your mic. Quit bumping it. Are you doing that? Quit doing that. I'm not smacking my mic. Oh, I'm hearing some bumping around. It's a little late. Yeah, that. Oh. Maybe I bumped the table. My bad. (laughs) It's all good. It's the end of the fucking pod anyways. I don't give a shit. (laughs) It's uh, People probably hear it the whole time. Like, you finally bringing it up? Um, I don't care, though. It's it's all right. Anything (laughs) else to say about the Rams or the NFC West? No, you said you, you said you got the Rams winning the Super Bowl. I, I don't know. Back to back. Back to back. If I had to pick, I don't know I'm how picking I feel them. I mean, I just think Tampa's probably the next up because I think it. I I mean, I just think this AFC. Whoever gets through the AFC is going to be going through a gauntlet, and whoever goes through the NFC is going to be getting that yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady cookie cutter fucking Super Bowl. You know. That's why it's just. You know, he's, just, I don't know. You know. He's gonna win it this year. It it just makes too much sense, you know. He he retires, then he comes back and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, they were my second thing. option. I I think I said that Tampa Bay was gonna win the Super Bowl, but now I'm saying the Rams gonna say the, or win the Super Bowl. I'm just gonna say like seven teams are gonna win the Super Bowl, and that way it, I look right no matter what. That's you, I maybe think, you'll get something right. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw a dart at the fucking board and I'll, I'll hit one eventually. Um, <laughs> So I got Seattle going two and fifteen. So do you. Um, I got San Fran going eleven and six. You got them going thirteen and four. Arizona, I got them going seven and ten. Uh, you got them going seven and ten as well. And then the Rams, we both got going thirteen and four. That's it. That's the NFC West. We did it, baby. We got through the NFC. That's the whole NFC done. The whole NFC is done. It's done. Yeah. Hell yeah, gets let's more go. From here, man. It does. Exactly. I've been that's why I wanted to do NFC first cuz AFC's exciting. I have saved the best for last. That's how I do with my food, you know, everything. Um <laughs> All right. Nathan, you got any final thoughts? So, I got I I'm, I got two kind of. First of all, Cardinals swept the the Yankees today. I know you you just switched to a Yankees fan, so who cares? I this is what I. 
This is what I keep saying is who gives a shit? It's a regular season series. Only yeah, Cardinals fans. Is- I've been messaged from everybody. Everybody's like, hey, your Yankees <laughs> awesome. I'm like, first off, they're not my fucking Yankees. They're not my fucking Yankees. Just because I live here, this would be, hey, your team lost. No, it's not my team. I still like St. Louis. I, I told everybody, I'm going to make apology tweet. I need to. Because I blew up on everybody on Twitter. Because I had COVID. I had 102 fever. And fucking the Cardinals didn't trade for Juan Soto. <laughs> I get it, man. Yeah, But we, we did sweep the Yankees, so. How cool was it watching the Yankees in Bush Stadium, though? Cool. Just a little bit. It was it was a good time. What what was your what were you saying? I want to hear a heckling joke. Dude, he's he's huge. That's we're, what you'd say to him. We were yelling freak. No. Hey, hey, you're athletically superior. <laughs> you're, huge. you're cool, dude. You're so you're so big. You hit home runs far. I mean, what the fuck is that? He, he was standing at first base with gold. Nice shoes. biceps. What are they, the size of a tree trunk? <laughs> bitch. Like, what What do you mean? You just saying he's big? No, we're, no, we're calling him a freak because he was so oh, big. Yeah, what's up, freak, for being 6'8 and more athletic than us? <laughs> hey. Dude, he, Goldschmidt's like 6'3", 250 and 240. He towered, like yeah, that. Judge towered oh, his gosh. ass. It's crazy how big some of these guys, those MLB players especially too, because you don't expect it from, you know, pussy ass baseball players. Uh, anyway, my <laughs> other one. So, I don't make a whole lot of fantasy predictions here, okay? Oh, okay. But I've got one. Okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna tell everybody who, if I don't know where I'm picking yet. No, but yeah. if I get the first overall pick, it's gonna be Dalvin Cook. Ooh, damn, you're really committed to this. Uh, this uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings bit, aren't you? A hundred percent. Listen, in my caveat to that is, if he can stay, he- if he is healthy, and that's it's always an if, he will be a league winner. One hundred percent. And that, if he plays all seventeen games, I feel like he's he's been destined for that title for a while. Like he can put up. He could put up crazy fantasy numbers if he's healthy. Don't sl- He's lining oh, up people, in the slot. People are saying McCaffrey. What about McCaffrey if you get the number one pick? McCaffrey's been stretching. That's the big I, thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Heard, heard he's been doing yoga. He's doing yoga and he's stretching, which, guess what? Every athlete, before they take you off know, and have a comeback year, it's when they start stretching. Tom Brady, that's what Brady does. He stretches all the fucking time. I just I just need to figure out which players are taking ayahuasca right now and <laughs> go bet on them for MVP because that's yeah, apparently she, that's what does it. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Do you see Skip Bayless said that I guess uh, Io or yeah the ayahuasca just works for the regular season. <laughs> <laughs> Skip, although he was also talking mad shit on Justin Herbert. He talks shit on everybody. Skip Bayless is a dipshit. Um. Okay, my final Shannon, thought. Shannon just said you should be ashamed. <laughs> my final thought is I call this this final thought. I told you, Soto, because I just want to hear a fucking apology from Nathan for coming on this podcast and saying that St. Louis was going to trade for Juan Soto. Because I've been saying for months that they were too big of bitches to do it. And guess what? 
it came down to, do you want Dylan Carlson? Can we have Dylan Carlson? No, no. That is one of our best players. He came from our farm system. I remember when that kid was born. He hit two home runs for the Memphis Grizzlies <laughs> three years ago. He I, he signed my son's ass crack. I, I'm tired of the fucking... Uh, they're just not... I, I knew it wasn't going to happen. I knew the Cardinals weren't going to make the deal. But I would also like... It's the end of the world anymore. I don't. And honestly, I don't think it's that bad. Especially since Montgomery and Quintana have been looking good. Now, I, I really think that the Cardinals are... If they get one Jacob deGrom type pitcher... Which is hard to find, I know. But still, like I'm just saying, if they get one really good pitcher, they're a World Series favorite, in my opinion, with this roster that they have. So you're just one really, really good pitcher away. That's a good fucking team. I like Gorman. I like Carlson. I like all these guys. But at the same time, I, I Nathan, I just want to uh, – you were right, Chase. That's all I just – I just need to hear it. I, I mean – when it comes down to it, I think we all knew the Cardinals weren't going to actually make the trade. Oh, no, don't give me that. Don't give I, me we that. We were all hopeful. You No, you were not hopeful. You thought it was going to happen. No, there was I'm a handshake. The handshake. Speak, the handshake. Yeah, you're right. I knew. I thought they it was a deal at that point. Everybody thought the deal was done. They were doing handshakes. There was, was done. Those fake-ass Twitter accounts that were tweeting that they were close to the deal. And it just didn't happen. But I just wanted to I told you so. Cause, and then this is the same thing that St. Louis fans do every time. Well, we knew we weren't going to get him. You know, we knew. You know, Max Scherzer, another guy, everybody was like, oh, you know, I think they're going to get him. I think they're going to get him. And then it was like, oh, they didn't offer him a contract. And everybody's like, oh, uh, I didn't think we were going to get him anyways. You get out of here with that shit. We could have got both of them, well, and we didn't because we don't have Louis. nuts. Every There's no nuts in St. Louis. There's no balls. It's true. I mean, <laughs> when it comes to Jones, yeah, like you're right. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's not that bad. I, I just wouldn't. When it comes to John Mose, like you're right, and we all know that. Yes, John Mose, like, is not known for having the biggest pair of testicles. But at the same time, you still got an Arenado, you still got Goldschmidt, and you got a fucking young ass core. If uh, O'Neill can actually look. Half as good as what Cardinals fans were saying he was going to be last year. Yeah, like I mean, then you have three bats. I mean, Carlson has been and the, taken off. Got, they, they've got uh, they've won seven straight since uh, have you the Soto that? trade stuff. Yeah, and have you seen uh, one of the the trade rumors with the Cardinals given away was uh, Jordan Walker? I think he's like the fifth ranked prospect or something like yeah. that in, in baseball. Yeah. Have you watched him hit? No. Guy can hit, man. You know, that dude can. That dude can hit. See, the thing, I I get it. The Jordan Walker hype's high, but guess what? Nolan Gorman was doing the same thing in the minor leagues, and then three months later, now everybody's talking like he's not going to be a star anymore. So once you get out of the minor leagues and into the majors, that's when people start officially seeing who you are. And you know, I right now Jordan Walker is this you know ancient wise tale that I don't know anything about. I want to see him called up. That's all I gotta say. Because Nolan Gorman, everybody was telling me that this dude's wiener was twelve inches long, and now everybody's saying that he strikes out too much. He's he doesn't play the fucking defense. It's like shut up. I don't care. He's he looks great to me. I like this team. I don't care about um, it. 
I would like to publicly. Much, but hopefully. Oh. Go ahead. Oh, I would like. I would just like to say that I'm publicly apologizing to people on Twitter, um, namely Andrew Reardon. <laughs> He's been on this podcast before. I, I mean, I didn't really even say anything bad to these guys. I just kind of, you know, passively aggressive said some stuff. I'd just like to say you guys are right. You guys are right. Take it slow. The Cardinals are fine. I'm not officially a Yankees fan. I did not switch. I do like the Yankees, but no, I'm not officially a Yankees fan. I still like the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are going to be good. And, yeah, I'd like to pub- publicly apologize. Caleb, I probably said some shit to Caleb, too, but, I mean, at the same time, he probably <laughs> deserves it. So I might not <laughs> might not say apologize to him. But Andrew, Andrew especially, I'm apologizing to him. He's great. I want him on the show. He's got, you know, really good takes. Um, and yeah, that's that's my Juan Soto thing. Thank God that it's over. And the Cardinals fans, I'm glad you guys can sleep crying because I told you so. I told you Soto. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay. All right, Nathan. You know what to say. Spread the word. Spread it.